It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 9th of May. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Cara Bentley. 60 people have been left dead after a Ukrainian school is bombed by Russian forces. The school was hit directly by at least one bomb or shell. They pulled, they got 30 people out, 28 of whom were alive, but the rest tragically seemed to have perished in that school. And millions queue across the Philippines to cast their electoral vote. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Ukraine's president says around 60 people have been killed after Russian forces bombed a village school in the east of the country. In his nightly video address, Volodymyr Zelensky says they were civilians who simply hid at the school, sheltering from shelling. The Times of London's reporter Richard Lloyd Parry is in Zaporizhia and explains the situation on the ground. Uh, What we know is that there was a, a, a village, a very small village, uh, which was very close to the front. There was fighting going on, and about 90 people were sheltering in the school. The school was hit directly by at least one bomb or shell. They pulled, they got 30 people out, 28 of whom were alive, but the rest tragically seemed to have perished in that school where they were sheltering as civilians. Meanwhile, an estimated 2,000 fighters remain at the Azovstal steelworks, with many vowing to continue fighting as long as they are alive. Russian President Vladimir Putin has addressed his nation from Moscow today as part of the country's Victory Day celebrations. Our duty is to preserve the memory of those who defeated Nazism, who gave us the behest to be alert and to make sure that the horror of a global war will never be repeated. And that's why, despite all the differences in international relations, Russia has always uh, been for the creation of the security of the whole world community. The Russian national holiday has been in place since 1991, marked on May the 9th. It commemorates the surrender of Nazi Germany at the end of the Second World War, and this year will take place against the backdrop of Russia's conflict in Ukraine. Samantha Burkhead is the editor of the Moscow Times and has been speaking to Times Radio. It's wielding the symbolism of World War II and the sacrifices that Russians made in that war and kind of appropriating them for this current conflict, which is being presented to Russia as another battle against Nazis, which it is not. So, yeah, it's very troubling. Samantha Burkhead also told Times Radio that the war in Ukraine is casting a shadow on events in Russia itself. We're seeing, based on parade routes that have been published by the Defense Ministry, uh, Russia's actual 
the amount of vehicles and hardware they'll be displaying this year will be about a third smaller than last year's parade. And that's basically because of forces committed to the battlefield, but also reflecting how significant the losses have been in the battlefield so far. President Putin has framed the invasion as a special military operation to demilitarize and denazify the country since first moving in on the 24th of February. Meanwhile, the Kremlin has been accused of targeting civilians and committing other war crimes during the conflict. Opinion polls show most Russians support the military operation and that Putin's approval rating has risen more than 14 percentage points since the start of it. In the Philippines, residents have begun casting their ballots in the country's most divisive presidential election in decades. 36 years after the rule of the Marcos family was toppled in a people power uprising, the namesake of former dictator Ferdinand Marcos Jr. will be running against Vice President Lenny Robredo. Ferdinand Marcos Sr.'s rule ended in a public revolt and his family's humiliating retreat into exile. And now his son, a former senator and congressman, hopes to return the family to power. For voter Celestino Maximo Jr., Marcos's father's political career sealed the deal. We had a lot of presidents, but he, the elder Ferdinand Marcos, has done more for the Philippines, so I picked his son because of what his father did well in the past. Marcos is currently leading in the polls by 30%. A higher turnout is expected of the nation's eligible 67.5 million voters, with many lining up pre-dawn on Monday to cast their votes at polling booths. On the way, human remains are discovered in a Las Vegas reservoir, and Miami hosts its first Formula One Grand Prix. Times of London Daily World Briefing. To Mexico, where on Sunday dozens of protesters marched in Mexico City demanding justice for a string of femicides. Just ahead of Mother's Day, which in Mexico is on Tuesday, relatives of femicide victims, gender violence survivors, organisations and feminist collectives marched to the Mexican presidential palace. In the second half of 2020 alone, five million women in Mexico were victims of sexual violence, according to think tank Mexico Evalua. This included cases of harassment, sexual abuse, rape and more, of which the vast majority were not even reported. According to official data, around 10 women are killed each day in Mexico. In the US, more human remains are reported to have been found at a drought-hit lake near Las Vegas just a week after a body in a barrel was found, which police believe has links to the mafia. Park rangers made the discovery in Lake Mead after a report that human skeletal remains were found in the reservoir on Saturday. The water levels in the area are at a record low, newly exposing the section of the lake where the first body of a man who had been shot was discovered in the barrel. Police think that the killing happened between the mid-70s and the early 1980s. Detectives are considering that the death may have been mafia-related and that there was a very good chance that more human remains would be discovered. According to Fox 5 Las Vegas, retired officers David Colmeyer and Daniel Miner are offering $5,000 to divers who find any additional bodies. Both officers are part of a TV programme called The Problem Solver Show, which aims to bring closure to victims' families in cold cases. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. 
With the result of the inaugural Formula One race at the new Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, here's John Jackson. The United States of America embraced Formula One like never before on Sunday for the inaugural race at the new Hard Rock Stadium circuit in Miami, Florida. The event attracted some of the biggest stars of world sport, including basketball legend Michael Jordan, former England captain David Beckham, and the greatest NFL player of all time, Tom Brady. While they were on the grid before the race, on the track itself, defending champion Max Verstappen took the victory ahead of the Ferraris of Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. But it was perhaps the Americanization that will cause the most conversation amongst the casual fans of the sport. A delayed podium and police escort for the winning driver drew criticism from viewers as some of the more traditional values were dropped for US crowd-pleasing gestures. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. In his first public performance since the tragedy at his Astro World Festival in November, rapper Travis Scott is back behind the mic. Scott performed at Miami's Eleven Club as part of the Formula One Race Week celebration. On the 5th of November, eight people attending Scott's festival performance at Astroworld were crushed in the crowd, with two more dying in hospital in the following days. 25 people were hospitalised in the wake of the tragedy and a further 300 treated at the scene. Scott is currently facing a number of lawsuits related to the concert. A good find at a thrift store always feels good, but for Laura Young, her $35 purchase back in 2018 was revealed to be a priceless, authentic object from 2,000 years ago. Young purchased a bust at Goodwill in Austin, Texas, and photographed it strapped into the passenger seat of her car. After a closer inspection, she decided to make some inquiries and discovered that the origin of the statue is from the 1st century BC or the 1st century AD. Because the object was such an important piece of history, she negotiated a loan of the bus to the San Antonio Museum of Art, where it will be until 2023, before its eventual return to its owners, a replica Roman villa in Germany. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 9th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.